Welcome to Furniture Industry News for November 2nd, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the predicted record levels of holiday spending, higher satisfaction scores for online mattress purchases, the rise in spot container rates, and the continued contraction of the U.S. manufacturing sector with a specific struggle in the furniture industry. The National Retail Federation is expecting a record-breaking holiday spending season this year. According to their forecast, spending during November and December is predicted to grow between 3% and 4% compared to 2022, reaching a total of $957.3 billion to $966.6 billion, including both online and non-store sales. NRF President and CEO Matthew Shea expressed his lack of surprise at this news, stating that the return to pre-pandemic levels of growth is to be expected. Household finances are in good shape overall and will continue to support consumers' ability to spend during the holiday season. While this year's growth rate is slower compared to the past three years, it aligns with the average annual holiday increase of 3.6% from 2010 to 2019 prior to the pandemic. However, the standout change has been the significant shift towards online spending. Online and non-store sales are projected to grow between 7% and 9%, reaching a total of $273.7 billion to $278.8 billion. This marks an increase from $255.8 billion in the previous year. NRF Chief Economist Jack Kleinhans expects spending to continue steadily throughout the rest of the year, although at a slower pace. Factors contributing to this holiday season's growth include solid job and wage growth. Consumers will also be on the lookout for deals and discounts to make their dollars stretch further. Interestingly, Kleinhens noted that consumer spending on services is growing at a faster rate than spending on goods. According to a survey conducted by Prosper Insights and AMP Analytics, 43% of holiday shoppers plan to start making purchases before November. On average, consumers plan to spend $8.75 on core holiday items such as gifts, decorations, food, and other holiday-related purchases this year. According to the latest J.D. Power U.S. Mattress Satisfaction Study, shoppers are favoring online mattress purchases over in-store ones. The study, now in its eighth year, measures customer satisfaction using seven factors, comfort, price, support, durability, variety of features, warranty, and customer service. On a 1,000-point scale, online buyers highly rated Tempur-Pedic with a score of 902. Sleep Number followed closely with 896, while Purple ranked at 889 and Casper at 870. These four companies all scored above the average mark for the online segment, which was 866. Other online brands included Sealy, Ashley Sleep, Serta, Nectar, Ikea, Dreamcloud, Beautyrest, and Zynus. For those who preferred in-store purchases, Sleep Number took the lead with a score of 881. Purple followed at 879 and Tempur-Pedic at 862. Sealy, Ashley Sleep, Serta, and Beautyrest also made the list. The average price for online purchases was found to be lower at 939 compared to 1192 for in-store purchases. Furthermore, online shoppers were more likely to purchase the same mattress brand compared to those who shopped in brick-and-mortar stores. The study was based on responses from 2,533 customers who had bought a mattress within the last 12 months before the survey, 
which took place in August and September 2023. Spot container rates inched up this week after hitting a three-year low point. According to container price tracker Drury, rates rose by 5% to an average of $1,406 per 40-foot container. Notably, rates from Shanghai to Los Angeles saw a significant gain of 11% to $2,175 after experiencing a slight decline last week. Despite the increase, rates are still down by a significant 54% compared to last year. In fact, they are only slightly lower, 1%, than the average rates in 2019 before the pandemic disrupted the global economy. Rates from Shanghai to New York also saw a modest 3% increase, reaching $2,616. Container data provider Linerlytica noted that the rebound in spot freight rates is attributed to capacity cuts. However, the sustainability of these rate hikes remains uncertain as carriers are still hesitant to remove excess capacity. On the brighter side, the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach have recently reported strong gains. Los Angeles witnessed a 5.4% boost in volume and a 14% increase in imports, while Long Beach recorded its strongest month on record, with volume rising by 11.8% and imports climbing by 19.3%. Looking ahead, Drury expects rates to remain relatively stable in the upcoming weeks, staying close to their current levels. The U.S. manufacturing sector is facing some tough times. For the 12th month in a row, the sector has been shrinking, according to the Institute for Supply Management. In October, the overall manufacturing sector was measured at 46.7%, which is 2.3% lower than September. This marks the longest stretch of contraction since the Great Recession. Timothy R. Fiore, the chairman of ISM, mentioned that while demand remains soft, production execution is stable compared to September. Companies are managing outputs, material inputs, and labor costs more aggressively. New orders also saw a decline, with a reading of 45.5% in October, 3.7% lower than September. Production slowed down 2.1% to 50.4%, and the price index went up by 1.3% to 45.1%. When the reading is below 50, it indicates overall contraction. Out of the 18 manufacturing industries recognized by the ISM, only food and beverage and plastic and rubber products reported growth in October. Fiore highlighted that 75% of manufacturing GDP contracted in October, which is higher than September. Furthermore, the share of sector GDP registering a composite index calculation at or below 45% increased to 37% in October, compared to 6% in September and 15% in August. Furniture, in particular, saw a decline for the third consecutive month. Although business is decent and steady, one furniture respondent mentioned that it's hard to predict the future. Overall, 10 manufacturing industries experienced a dip in new orders, including furniture. However, furniture reported no change in production and was one of the few industries that did not report a decline in employment. It also reported lower inventories and paying lower prices for raw materials. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry. And make sure to subscribe for future episodes.